once upon a time, not too long ago, scholars doubted because they couldn't find any record of the kingdom of David. It put the entire historicity of Judaism in question, much less the Bible. But in the past few decades, truth has come to light. In the past few days, more truth has been revealed. From the 8th century to middle 7th century BC, the Israel Antiquities Authority has uncovered an extensive administrative storage center. It's near the new U.S. Embassy in Jerusalem. More than 120 seal impressions with the Lion of Judah, stamped on jars showing evidence of tax collection in the period of Judean monarchs. Proof the scriptures are true but also clay figures of women and men used in pagan worship, which coincides with Scripture speaking against the people of God for adding false worship of idols 2,700 years ago. We meet God through Jesus by faith. Archaeology just keeps confirming what we know to be true. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus, and we're opening with a new series today, called The Gospel According to Joseph. More and more today, people from all over are learning about where they came from. Ancestry.com, 23andMe, and all sorts of ways people are finding out their ethnic identity, where their family came from, stories and people from their past. My wife Janet and I recently took a test and were surprised by some of the findings. We both had more German in our family tree than we knew about. I even had a little bit of Jewish blood in me. It kind of changes the way you think about yourself. These tests are a new way to understand better what our family story is. We find ourselves caught up in a greater story that helps us make sense of the world. And that's what we're going to do this week as we look at the gospel according to Joseph. In many ways, it's stunning when the Lord uses a great story of the Bible to cast us into the narrative and redemption that he's been writing since Genesis. The story of Joseph speaks to us on so many levels because it deals with things all of us go through. So in a moment, we're going back to Genesis. And don't be too surprised when we discover the gospel there as well. But first, I want us to open this haven today with the title song from a brand new movie on the life of musician Jeremy Camp. And after this song... You'll hear him share a bit about his story, how his first wife went through cancer, and how the Lord kept giving them faith even in the hardest of times. Both of them were able to say, I still believe. Scattered words and empty thoughts seem to pour from my heart. I've never felt so torn before. Seems I don't know where to start But it's now that I feel Your grace fall like rain From every finger seal Washing away my pain I still believe I still believe 
soundtrack of the new movie about Jeremy Camp's life. That's the 2020 version of I Still Believe here on this Haven Today. And in a moment, we're going to start looking at the gospel according to Joseph. But first, I'd like to remind you about the journey Jeremy Camp went on nearly 20 years ago. He met a woman in school, and they fell in love, even as his career was just beginning. But then they discovered she had cancer. Here's Jeremy talking about how in that great trial, the Lord gave him the song we just heard, I Still Believe, and how the Irwin brothers came to turn that story into a brand new movie by the very same title. It's been 18 plus years, you know, since I wrote the song, I Still Believe. My pain, my hurt, the struggles, the realness of it, this song was just authentic. I still believe in your faithfulness. I still believe in your truth. I still believe in your word. This resolve hit me. I remember just going, I want to share this story. And of course, God started opening doors for me. And I got signed a record contract and I'm sharing my story. Years go by and I got a phone call from a, a guy named Kevin Downs. And uh, I remember he said, hey, we would love to start talking about doing a film. 
I'm like, wait, wait, what? And he goes, the Irwin Brothers. And I'd heard the Irwin Brothers made some good movies. I can only imagine it was incredible. And everyone knows the impact that it made. And we're like, yeah, absolutely. You know, as far as coming after the success of I Can Only Imagine, I still believe kind of chose us. There's just certain artists that are enduring, that have this legacy of storytelling that people continue to connect with. And Jeremy's one of those artists. We sat down with Jeremy, and when you encounter a story that good and that meaningful and that inspiring, the answer is simple. This has to be our next film. The excitement of it, going, are you kidding me? And are we, we're going to do this? I felt it. They felt it. We felt that God was doing something. It's like God knew the right timing when the story was supposed to be told and with the right people. You know, I think that to be here today, I'm just watching my life, in a sense, a different perspective unfold. It just takes me back. It takes me back to the journey. What Jeremy's story has done for a lot of people is just give them the strength to carry on, even in the darkest of times. He used that thing deep down inside that he has, that ability to, to channel his own experiences into music to help others for many, many years to come. I'm so thankful that they got the heart and they, it's very authentic. The script's amazing, the actors and actresses, they're, they're amazing. And I'm hoping that people literally walk out of there, be encouraged in their faith, knowing that there's hope. Yes, you're gonna have difficult circumstances, but you're gonna have something to actually hope in. I think it's gonna impact a lot of people. I still believe. Jeremy Kemp, along with John and Andy Irwin, talking about the brand new movie that's just out on DVD called I Still Believe. I should give you a little backstory here, though. The movie was released to theaters in March, and it was the number one film its very first weekend in North America. But it was only in theaters that one weekend before the COVID-19 lockdown. Now, here's your opportunity to be touched and moved by a true story. So after the program, I'd like to send you a copy of the I Still Believe DVD for your gift to this listener-supported ministry. The movie might move you to tears, but I know they will be tears of joy that will renew your faith in the power of hope found only in Christ. And this is something we all need today. Our number to call after the program, 800 6 or online watch the trailer at our website and a little bit of the movie and then make your gift at haventoday.org haventoday.org now let's look into this gospel according to joseph that i've mentioned it's found in the middle of genesis and it's filled with jealousy Betrayal, lies, hatred, false accusations, redemption, yes, and even love and acceptance. These are just a few words that I can use to describe the story of Joseph. We've all been there in one way or another. But through it all, back in his day, Joseph never lost faith. He thought he was left for dead at one point, but he never lost faith. He refused to abandon his faith in the Lord. So you read his story, and you can see yourself. And then you can read Joseph's story and be encouraged in your life not to lose hope. In some ways, that's why we're looking at the life of Joseph in light of the life of Jeremy Camp. 
He has a modern testimony about how the Lord met him and ministered to him through all that he went through. And that's how the Lord is. He comes to us. He strengthens us when we're in the dark and our world is dark and it seems to be getting darker. Of course, there are reasons to rejoice, but there are so many things that are broken in our world. And I'm not just talking about this global pandemic, the racial reckoning or the economic crisis that's plaguing us. I'm talking about depression and anxiety, suicide rates that have just kept rising astronomically the past few months, addiction and loneliness and abuse. I know you may be listening to me even right now, and you're experiencing one of these things. And I know it because I'm experiencing some of it. Where can we find our hope? Well, we find it in the Lord. And that's exactly where Joseph in the book of Genesis found his hope. His brothers hated him. They sold him into slavery. And while he was a slave, he was falsely accused and sent off to prison. And he sat in prison for years, abandoned and left to die, he thought. And then he rose to power in Egypt and had an opportunity to exact vengeance. But that's not what he did. Instead, at the end of the story by Genesis 50, after his brothers sold him into slavery, after he spent years either in prison or as a servant, here's what he said. You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. And it's right here that we see Joseph's story isn't just about us finding comfort. It isn't just about us finding someone else to commiserate with. Misery loves company, wouldn't you say? But Joseph isn't just someone we can turn to when things get hard and we need someone who had it worse to think about. Joseph shows us that his story is all about Jesus. That last line sounded familiar, didn't it? Despite the evil, God meant it for good and that many lives would be saved, that's the story of our Savior. Jesus was sinless, perfect. Like Joseph, he was consistent in his commitment to the Lord's purposes. Like Joseph, Jesus was sinned against in terrible ways. He was falsely accused and condemned to die and crucified, all because his own people hated him. But the Lord was still at work. The Lord was using evil for good. He was using all of that story back then to save us. The story of Jesus shows us that the Lord can bring good out of even the darkest of days. We need to hear more of this now. We need to cling to this today. And this is where we find our hope, our hope in Jesus, the salvation that he accomplished for us not in our circumstances, no matter how bad they might be right now, not in finding a biblical character to commiserate with, not even in hoping that our life will get better. We find real hope in the face of Christ. And that's what the story of Joseph teaches. That's the gospel, according to Joseph. But what does it mean for us today? What does the story of Joseph tell us about Jesus well, we will be returning to this wonderful story all week. 
But may I suggest two ways this story can strengthen your faith even today? First of all, Jesus always provides and protects his beloved. Joseph hit rock bottom. Read it, several chapters in Genesis. He was in prison for something he didn't do. He was abandoned by his friends and family. He was forgotten, but the Lord never forgot him. The Lord didn't abandon him. The Lord protected him, loved him, and brought him through. He provided for him, and then through Joseph, the Lord provided for others. Just like Jesus didn't want the crowds in northern Galilee to go hungry, the Lord doesn't want us to go hungry either. He provides for our physical needs, but even more important, he provides for our spiritual needs. Jesus wants to give us bread. He's urging us to take and eat. There it is in John six thirty-five. Jesus saying, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never go hungry, and he who believes in me will never be thirsty. But there's a second thing we can take away from this today and grow our faith. Jesus enriches us like royalty. And I'm not just talking about royal priesthood like we did last week. Joseph had become a royal figure in Egypt. He had married into a family of great prestige and nobility. He had access to all the riches of Pharaoh's palace and treasury. He was able to enrich his own family, bring them to Egypt, and provide for them for years to come. And Christ has done the same thing for us. He's inherited his father's kingdom. Everything belongs to him, and he's freely sharing it with all of us. His entire inheritance, every good thing he's received from the father, He's lavished it all on those he loves. And by his grace, you and I, in Christ, can enjoy all these things forever. Would you join me in prayer right now? Lord, we can learn so much from those who've gone before us. And I pray we learn a lot this week as we look at the life of Joseph. How we see Joseph pointed to Jesus And the story of Joseph runs parallels to the life of Jesus. But also there are parallels to our lives as well. Lord, we now have inherited our Heavenly Father's kingdom. But Jesus, you inherited it first. And not only do you own it as the King of all kings, but you've passed on ownership to us who have faith in you. Lord, this week may we learn from your scripture that you've provided us, but may you speak to us through your spirit. May we learn even more just how deep the Father's love for us is. It runs deeper than any other love we could ever imagine. And I pray this now in the name of Jesus. Amen.
That he should give his only son To make a wretch his treasure How great the pain of searing loss The father turns his face away as wounds which mar the chosen one bring many sons to glory. Sayla's version of how deep the Father's love for us on a haven today here on Monday. And I'm Charles Morris, and we're calling the program and the week the gospel according to Joseph. Jeremy Camp watched his first wife suffer off and on with cancer. He says it was the hardest trial he's ever faced, but the peace of God was with him as well as his wife. And it's only Jesus who can sustain faith like that. After you watch their story in the brand new DVD called I Still Believe, I think you'll be deeply moved and reminded that grace changes everything. This movie was made with the same team that produced I Can Only Imagine a couple of years ago, the Irwin Brothers. And now they've returned with one of the best Christian films ever. More than just entertaining 
This will open up doors for you and others to talk about how the Lord sees us through hard times, just like Joseph. I want to send you a copy of the I Still Believe DVD right away for your gift to the ministry. And may I be a little bold here and ask for you to be as generous as you can. Not only has the DVD just released, which increases our costs to offer it, but the summer is our slowest months when it comes to support. We're asking the Lord to provide what we need for this daily ministry, and you can be part of that answer to our prayer. Here's the number to call right now, 800-654-2836, or go online to our website and watch the trailer, and then you can make your gift there at haventoday.org, haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris. Thank you so much for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again we get to share together the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with God. This is David Wolin with Haven Ministries inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. The Bible says the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. That's encouraging, but have you ever met a righteous person? Self-righteous, yes, but truly righteous? Whoever you might be thinking of was, at best, a sinner redeemed. Because there's no one who can boast before God about their own righteousness unless that person is Jesus. In Philippians, the Apostle Paul said that he didn't have a righteousness of his own, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith. And so, if you belong to Jesus, pray boldly. Your prayers are clothed in the righteousness of Jesus Christ. You can get your Anchor devotional in print monthly at getanchor.com.